0: G'day, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast, Darren Mitchell on this first day of a brand new week, Monday the 4th of April 2022. Trust you, have had a phenomenal week, a great weekend because I've just realized I have not recorded a podcast in over a week, which uh, is really, really strange because it's um, been having some withdrawal symptoms, although I have a legitimate reason, dare I say excuse, uh, but I have been flat out the last week. Doing a number of things, not least of which has been running uh, workshops every single day last week, and they were phenomenal workshops, working with some phenomenal human beings from around Australia, but also being flat out with footy because it was our first first weekend of uh, AFL Women's football on the weekend. So had a lot of stuff to do, and I've got to say, as a volunteer, it sometimes feels like it is a second full time job doing football for five teams. But uh, hey, as my wife says, you are a glutton for punishment and you chose to do this. And she's 100% right, but I love, love doing it. So I apologize if you are an avid listener of the show and you've been wondering where I've been for the last week. Uh, that's where I've been. I've been running workshops, trying to add as much value to numerous companies as I possibly can. Also, through throw in a few uh, coaching conversations along the way and also taking care of our local footy team as well. So uh, trust you've had a... Phenomenal week and looking forward to a massive week uh, this week. Now, before we jump into today's podcast, uh, as a quick reminder, as I always do on the first or second podcast of the week, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, uh, why not? Please subscribe, please follow, particularly on the Apple platform And uh, let others know that you're listening to the show, and if you feel as if there's value that others could benefit from, please feel free to share the episode or share the podcast with them as well. The more people that can listen in to stuff around sales and sales leadership, the better the entire industry is going to be. And I'm on a mission to help as many people as I possibly can to become exceptional sales leaders across not just Australia, but across the world. And of course, if you can also rate the show as well on the platform that you are listening to, that would be greatly appreciated. If there's a comment you'd like to make, if there's some feedback you'd like to give, I'd be greatly appreciative of that. Now whether it's a one star, two star or possibly five star, love to get five star ratings. Just rate the show because it makes it a lot easier for other people who are looking for information just like you around sales and sales leadership to more easily find the show on the various podcast platforms. So uh, if you can do that, that would be incredible. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, the last mile. And from a couple of different perspectives, it's often least crowded or less crowded in the last mile. It's a bit of a cliche, but it's actually quite true. And it's often been said that the higher you rise in terms of success, the less competitive it is. And I remember John Maxwell talking about this a lot of years ago that says, hey, there's less competition the higher you go up in an organization. And yet, most people feel as if there's more competition the higher you go, or at least they're not worthy of rising up within the organization. And I've seen this many, many times, and the question is, why is that? Well, number of things. First of all, people generally don't necessarily see, and there's always exceptions to this rule as well, a lot of people don't feel as if they've got the capabilities or they don't have the credentials, they don't have the experience, they don't have the, I guess, the knowledge or the education to be in high positions in organizations. Now, some might have high levels of ambition, but for whatever reason, they tend to hold themselves back and almost settle for positions within organizations that are probably lower than what their capability actually suggests. And so a lot of people don't actually put themselves into a position where it's way outside of their comfort zone and back themselves to be Uh, More senior within an organisation, and I've seen this happen time and time again. There are people sitting in organisations right now who are probably as capable, or in some cases more capable, than people who hold positions of senior executive status, whether that be a CIO, CEO, CFO, directors of various different divisions. But for whatever reason, they haven't put themselves into that position, and a lot of them believe, well, because I don't have an MBA, or I don't have this, I don't have that, therefore. Why should, I, why should I put myself into that position? And so what many people tend to do is they tend to, uh, oh, what's the term? I was going to say argue. It's not argue. They tend to compete with people who are very much like them for the lower echelons of either business or positions within organizations. So when you look at, and there's a great study that was done, oh, I can't remember, probably 25, 30 years ago, where there were some advertisements in a newspaper Advertising for a very specific role within an organisation. Now, the experiment was, the actual job advert was exactly the same. Word for word, nothing was different. And they placed the ad in in the paper, I think about a week or two weeks apart from each other. And the first time they actually put it into the paper, they add, and, and let's I'll just peel, pull a figure out of the air, they put in a remuneration that this role is worth $100,000. And then they did the same ad, exactly the same ad, two weeks later, and they put the remuneration for the same role in at $30,000 per year. What was fascinating about this is that the number of applicants for the job that was at $30,000 a year was more than the job advertisement for $100,000 a year by some ridiculous factor. And it was something like a factor of five or even 10. So five to 10 more people in terms of volume applied for the job with a lower remuneration than they did for the higher remuneration. And yet the role description and the elements of the ad were identical. And the study, the outcome of the study was it just depicted and showed that many people don't necessarily have a higher opinion of themselves or they don't believe they're worthy. And a lot of this has to do with conditioning. Now, this also happens in the sales game, and particularly when you look at people who are in corporate sales in particular, who have responsibilities for large accounts. How many of these people call on senior executives or try to get to senior executives, and how many of these people feel as if they're not worthy in the position they hold within this organization to be able to call on these people? So what do they do instead? They end up calling people who they believe they're going to be more comfortable with, And so they start competing with everybody else who's also calling on the same level of person within the organization. Guys, it is less crowded in the last mile, period. There are people within large organizations who are more than happy to talk to you if you're able to add some value and if you have the courage to separate yourself from everybody else and demonstrate what that value actually is. So the first part of this particular episode today is to think about, Hey, am I calling it? in a sales realm? Am I calling at the level I should be? Or am I calling completely out of my comfort zone? And if you're not calling completely out of your comfort zone, why not? That's the first thing to think about. The second thing is when it comes to people giving up or throwing in the towel too easily. Now, sales, and I've said this for years and years and years, sales is not an easy game. It's a simple game, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's an easy game. Yes, there are great methodologies you can use. Uh are structure you can use, but it takes tenacity, it takes persistence, and it takes resilience to be good. And yes, as much as I hate saying it, it is also a numbers game, which means you have to understand that in order to be successful in sales, there needs to be numbers that go through. So there has to be volume that you go through, which means you've got to think about how resilient am I? What am I doing that is going to separate me from everybody else? Not just in my own team, but also in my own industry and certainly against the competition. Because too many people, too many teams, and too many companies throw in the towel too easily. I'm staggered at the number of people I speak with today, even today in 2022, who believe that sales is all about getting great leads that are hot leads or warm leads, and all the salesperson has to do is convert that lead through a conversion conversation. Now, there are great methods of marketing to, I guess, warm up prospects, but sometimes you still have to do the hard work And sometimes, if not most times, you've still got to build some great relationships in order to earn the trust of your prospective customers. But always think about what is the problem that I'm solving? And so, why is it less crowded in the last mile? Because many people and teams throw in the towel far too early. When the going gets tough, they stop and look for other opportunities, hoping to get better results. Now, we know that in order to be exceptional, not just as sales leaders, but also to oversee exceptional teams, And what separates exceptional teams and exceptional leaders is the acknowledgement that achievement takes consistent and persistent effort. It's not going to happen overnight, but it is going to happen if we are prepared to stay the course and if we are prepared to do the fundamentals and more of the fundamentals than what our competition is prepared to do. They also know that the last mile is always less crowded. So when everybody else has stopped, If you want to separate yourself from everybody else, you keep going. And this is not rocket science. I often talk about the fact that the 1% is the extra effort or the small incremental improvements are the things that will often separate you from your competitors and therefore allow you to achieve the results that others can only dream about. And so we talk about the 1% as a lot in, in exceptional sport. And we often marvel at the players, the teams that are able to go a little bit longer or are able to put that extra effort in when it most counts, and how they're actually able to achieve the outcomes that perhaps their opposition are not able because they've given up a little bit too early. And so the same thing applies in sales, and certainly in sales leadership. And it's again, it's not rocket science, and it comes down to, literally, it could be the power of one, where they focus on the one percenters, and they are relentless in this focus, and they'll do these things, and this is by no means an exhaustive list, but here's how basic it can actually be. They will, for example, make one additional phone call because they know that one additional phone call could actually be the difference between getting an outcome, getting a meeting, or getting cut through in particularly an organization that where perhaps you've been struggling. Now, if you think about that, if you do one additional phone call per day, that is five additional phone calls per week, and across, uh, across, let's just say, 40 weeks in the year, there's an extra 200 phone calls. Now, there are 200 additional phone calls that you're making that will automatically separate you from everybody else. If nothing else, it's going to teach you a bit more about your telephone technique. And I guarantee you'll get a turnaround, you'll get a response that will be a lot more positive through doing an additional 200 phone calls than if you sat back and didn't do those two. And it's a really obvious thing to say, but... Making just one additional phone call can separate you from your competition, and that is one of the key reasons why it's going to be less crowded in the last mile because you're prepared to do something that your competition is not. So make one additional phone call. Send one more email. That one additional email could again be the email that separates you from your competition. Now, if it's not email, you might use things like LinkedIn. So send one more LinkedIn message. And think about this. If you connect to one more key decision maker within LinkedIn as an example, there's one more connection you had, you've got today than you didn't have yesterday. And so whether it's doing things like LinkedIn and adding connections on a regular basis, connecting with key decision makers, and this is a key thing, making sure you're really targeted on the key people you need to connect with in order to further enhance your relationships and therefore the business development activities you're doing. Can then do that. This is not just about randomly spamming people and actually connecting with everybody just so your LinkedIn uh, volume can look good in terms of the number of followers you've got. This is being very, very strategic and very, very calculated in terms of who you're going to be connecting with. Ideally, your future perfect customer is the the key decision maker you're looking for. So whether it's LinkedIn or whether it's connecting via phone call, email, uh, face-to-face, whatever the case might be, building relationships, is doing that one additional. Now, it's often been said, and I remember an early mentor saying, hey, you are one connection, just one connection away from everything changing. And I've seen it happen. One connection away from exploding your business. One connection away from an opportunity that could change the trajectory of your team, of you as an individual, and therefore your business. That if we don't actually put ourselves out there and connect with that one extra person, we potentially will never get the opportunity to exponentially improve our business. And if you just think about this, and all I want you to take away from this particular episode is the power of one, because this is why it's less crowded on the, on the last mile. Just do one more. Whatever you're doing right now, just do one more. The other thing you can think about is, in terms of your pitching, uh, just practice your pitch one more time. Practice the way you articulate a message just one more time. And when it comes to asking questions, Just ask one more high-quality question. Now, when you think you've done everything, just ask one more. Do one additional one because here's what elite performers will do and exceptional performers will do, particularly in the professional sporting realm. When all the team training is done, great individual contributors, great performers, great teammates will actually spend additional time fine-tuning their craft. They will do, in terms of football, they will actually take one more kick to kick another goal. In terms of a professional golfer, they will practice one more putt. They will practice one more chip, one more bunker shot. One more is where the power of the less crowded and the last mile actually comes from. Now, if we do this, what's the result? Well, more often than not, we're going to realize that the outcomes are going to be better than perhaps we uh, thought, but also discover that the last mile truly is going to be less crowded because when you look around, there ain't too many people doing what you're doing. And just that knowledge should give you a level of confidence that so you know what I'm putting more effort in than my competitors are doing, which means that over time, that effort is going to compound and the results will take care of themselves. So what can you do one more of this week that could be the difference that makes? all the difference. And as I alluded to at the beginning of the episode as well, also think about, am I playing too small? Am I setting my sights on too low a level within the organization that I'm working with, but also the organizations that I'm working into in order to get my product or my service in terms of front of mind for the right people? So as we wrap up, two key outputs for this particular episode. One, am I at the right level? Because the higher I go, know this, that the less crowded it's going to be. Yes, you're going to have value. You need to be able to articulate the value. You need to have the courage to have the conversation. At least put yourself out there because you do run the risk of being rejected. But be prepared to do that anyway because more often than not, people, if you've got value to deliver, they will more than happy give you their ear. And the second thing is what can you do more of? Just one more of that's going to separate you from your competition. So I trust that message helps as we begin the week. And of course, if you'd like some help with this, if you're committed to taking your leadership to an exceptional sales leader level. Love the opportunity of having a conversation and potentially working with you one-on-one over the next 90 days or so. So if you'd like to have a conversation, please go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com and we'll jump on a call, map out a game plan and we can get started working together as early as this week. So very much look forward to that conversation and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.